Blog Talk Radio. What's up, y'all? This is Ryan Mundy. What's up, y'all? This is Ryan Mundy, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Kind of been a little bit of a 
a whirlwind day, to be completely honest with you. So, uh, 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 what do you say we we uh, I bring on today's guest? Uh, let sure. Uh, and with that being said, uh, let's welcome the incredibly talented Miss Megan Patrick to the show. Hey, Megan, how are you? Hey. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I thank you again for doing this today on 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 a fairly short notice. Oh no, it's my pleasure. Oh yeah, this made my week, Megan. I've been wanting to speak to you slash meet you for a long time. I just regret now that I missed you at CMA Fest. Oh, well, you know what? There will be plenty more opportunities. I'm planning on doing this for a long time, so. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Nah. Uh, uh, Now, like Craig said, uh, we've both been been, uh, wanting to uh, have you on the show for the longest time, so I'm glad we're, we're finally sitting down to do this today. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, so before we get into things, just kind of, uh, kind of introduce yourself and and uh, and tell the listeners how you got into music in the first place. Okay. Uh, well, I'm Megan Patrick, and uh, I mean, it's hard to really kind of pinpoint, I guess, when I really got into music. I mean, it's kind of always been a big part of my life. Um, you know, even before I started like pursuing it as a career, um, my mom was a DJ in college and just kind of always had music playing around the house. And, um, my dad plays, plays guitar a little bit more kind of as a hobby, but I mean, it was just kind of always around and my parents were very, you know, kind of TV off and radio on. So I was always around and when I was, I think I was like 13 uh, I was 12. I think I was 12 years old when I first started taking singing lessons, and I was about 13 when I started my first band with a couple other friends. And after that, it was just uh, a long line of different bands and different genres. And um, before I kind of decided to start pursuing country music, though, though before that, it, it kind of was rooted in bluegrass music. Um, and so I had a band for a few years, and we toured around and. But, I mean, as I'm sure you know, bluegrass is a little bit more of a smaller niche kind of genre than, than country. And I just felt like the stuff that I was writing was leaning more towards the country side of things. And the other guys in my band, you know, they had sort of backup plans and other things they wanted to pursue besides music. And for me, it was like, that was it. There was no plan B. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I signed my record deal with uh, – Warner Music Canada. Uh, I guess it'll be almost four years at the end of this summer. So, and now here we are. Wow. Uh, so, uh, so I think you just, I just answered my next question. Uh, uh, if if you weren't in music, what would you be doing right now? Uh, um, like you said, um, um, there's no other backup plan, but. But uh, if you had to choose a backup plan, what would you be doing right now? Trying to get back into music. <laughs> um, I mean, I honestly like, I just have to be a completely different person um, for this to not be 
a big part of my life. I mean, I, I was an athlete a lot through high school. I was a competitive snowboarder for years, and but I've always played a lot of sports, and that's played a big role in my life as well. But it never, it never was as important to me and such a big part of who I was as, as music. So, yeah, I, I can't. I honestly can't even imagine doing anything else. I'd have to be a different person. I'd have to have like a massive brain injury that changed my personality entirely or something. <laughs> Uh, I admit, snowboarding, I, I gave you a lot of credit to do, have done that for so long. Trust me, the only board that I like to go is shuffleboard, which is nowhere near the physicality <laughs> of a shuffleboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I had, I had a lot of injuries. Um, but actually, I, because, I mean, I was, I was competitive, like, in a pretty serious way for a lot of years, and uh, I just kind of, I'm going to let my dogs out, they're all talking. Um, yeah, I did it competitively for a lot of years, and I had a lot of injuries. And the worst of it was when I was about 18, I uh, broke my back. And honestly, I was pretty lucky to not have ended up in a wheelchair. And that kind of freaked me out a little bit and kind of made me rearrange my priorities. And that's, that's when the biggest came, and I really started being a lot more focused on pursuing music and music only. Uh, now, uh I know you mentioned uh, um, that you're assigned to to a Warner Music Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 when did you uh, uh, decide to uh, make the move into Nashville? Um, so I've been living in Nashville for uh, two and a half years now. Um, I mean, I've been coming when I had been coming down here quite a bit just to write and stuff. Is that noise coming from my end or from you guys? I don't know. What? Oh. I'm sorry. I just walked in the door from driving at home, Megan. Uh, so I'm sorry if I made any noise. Oh, no. I, well, so I couldn't tell if it was something on on my end. It was kind of like seeing a weird echo thing. I just want to make sure you guys can hear me. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I moved to Nashville about two and a half years ago. Um, I, I thought about doing it sooner than that um, for the same reason, but then I that was kind of right around the time when Warner put in an offer for to have a record deal in Canada. So it kind of made sense to stay there and establish myself there at that point. And then, you know, it just, at the end of it, even then though, and and Warner Canada knew this too, that, that my goal was, was to eventually move down here and start, you know, trying to take a crack at at the U S market, because I mean, that's, that's where all the the big artists are. That that's where that's where all the big money is. That's where all the touring is for the most part. Because I mean, and I look, I love Canada, and I always go back and play there. Um, and I've got great, uh, an amazing fan base there. But truly, I mean, as big of a country as it is, there's not a, a lot of places to play. It's it's actually kind of tough to tour year round and and really make great money. So, and I I love being on the road. I, I like to play, and I I like being. You know, being busy doing that all year round, and that's something you can definitely do in America. And I, you know, I wanted to surround myself with the best country artists in, in the genre and the best songwriters, and that's that's what Nashville is. So, and it was the best decision you, I ever made. And you being one of them, it's just only a matter for the fans in the country music industry to realize it. Well, I'm, I'm hoping so. Um, <laughs> I mean, so far, any of the any of the shows. That I've done in the U.S. I've I've been received really well, and 
And you know, the other thing is too, I mean, so so my mom is actually American and my dad's Canadian. So I actually am an American citizen and I have dual citizenship. So, you know, being here I spent, you know, the first half of my life mostly in Canada, and so I also felt like it was important to kind of explore the other side of my roots and my American side, and I think this is the right place for me in this next part of my life. Uh, um, I know you mentioned uh, uh, being out uh, on the road a lot, Karen, and and you've opened up for some some a major, major act. Like we're talking um, Lady A, Martina McBride. Um, you, you've shared the stage with, uh, with a ton of major artists. So uh, mm-hmm. has there ever been a moment in your career, whether it, it, it's on stage opening for artists or uh, or uh, headlining your own show, where you're just like, how is this actually my life right now? Um, yeah, that happens a lot, actually. Um, you know, I just, I really, it's, this is a really tough industry and it's, it's hard on your heart and on your, your ego and your emotions because, you know, it's, it's not just a job. I mean, I I put my, my whole self into this, into the songs I write, you know, it's, it's your face and your, your actual self being put out there and, you know, especially on social media and stuff, you know, it's people, it's like once you get to a certain point of, of notoriety, I guess, it's like people start thinking of you as a human being. And so I just try and keep perspective, and I really try and soak in those moments when I do get to share the stage with one of my idols or, or go on tour with them and just remind myself that some of the negative stuff is all worth it when I when I get to get to those moments. And for me, most of the magic within my career does come when I'm, when I'm standing up on stage, and that's why I love touring so much because – I mean, you know, songwriting and a lot of the other stuff, being in the studio, you know, that stuff is important to me too. But what made me fall in love with music in the in the first place and want to pursue it as a career was was the performance aspect of things. So, you know, the, the touring thing is 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 definitely been my main focus for a long time. Uh, Megan, do you uh, see yourself uh, touring uh, within the United States? Uh, as well as oh. Canada that you've done. I'd love to see you up in the Northeast area where I am, New York, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely. Um, we are actually uh, we are getting ready to partner with um, a U.S. label, and we haven't really announced anything yet, but we've been kind of hinting at it, and we, we're working on that right now. And so I think probably, hopefully, kind of in the back half of this year, I should start be, being more – uh, doing a little bit more touring um, in America. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you perform live in person and to finally meet you. And it's in a super bonus if I can do it closer to where I live than to get on the plane, yeah, which I, of course, we do anyway, but it's <laughs> one less added uh, yeah, for sure. turtle. Yeah. Yes. Now, a question. Like, uh, Megan, you're also uh, nominated for a lot of kids. Still, a lot of all the major Canadian musical works. Right, you're always right there on the top with Lindsay L. and Madeline Merlot. Um, how would you be interested in collaborating with these artists at some point in the future? Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, when it comes to collaborations and duets and everything, you know, it, it just has to. It just has to make sense for for me and and the type of music I want to I want to put out and 
you know, it has to feel genuine and, and real and honest for me. Um, so, and I mean, I, I know all those girls and, you know, we're, it's, it's a, it's a pretty like tight knit community in the country world. And, you know, if we ever got together and said, you know, I've got this idea or let's, you know, let's write this together and we could find something that felt like it, you know, kind of suited both our worlds and something we could be proud of. And yeah, absolutely. I love to see that. Now, uh, I've just got to, I say this real quick, uh, uh, um, since we're talking about about uh, Canada and stuff like that, I've been to Canada uh, three times in my life: uh, Vancouver, okay. Niagara Falls, and Toronto. And it's one of my favorite countries in this world. The people, yeah, are are just incredibly kind. They're just so warm, and and they uh, uh, they uh, made me feel like family up there. Yeah, I I mean, I like I said, I will always love and go back to uh Canada. I mean, it's and it's it's always cool for me like being a Canadian, you know, and and living in America now when I have people say, "Oh, you're Canadian." Well, I went to this place one time. Or I went to this place and I've never really had anybody say anything bad about Canada. So, that's always cool. It's always good to know. I mean, I think I think there's a lot of great people there and there's a lot of uh country music lovers in in Canada as well I mean it's always funny to me any of any of my male southern friends are like so what are those girlfriends back home like I'm like they're exactly like you guys they just talk different (laughs) so you know it's not not, it's not so different as people think there's just different accents you know (laughs) we're all still rednecks Uh, (laughs) yeah um another question I had for you uh is uh when everything's said and done with your career and you won Grammys, you won CMA awards, you won whatever it is. Uh, uh, what's one thing you like to be uh, remembered for as an artist? I would like to be remembered for being a trailblazer, for being different, you know, for for changing the game and putting out music that had longevity and that mattered and was still relevant beyond the six months or a year or whatever that it was at radio. Um, you know, I, I just, I just want to be remembered for being unique and for being real and for being honest with my music and having an impact, not only on my fans, but on, on the industry as a whole and on the genre. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I've been covering music for the past five years on this podcast. I, and and I seriously, I can't believe it's been five years, you know. It, it seems like five minutes. But um, anyway, uh, and and uh, and I, uh, I've met a lot of people in the industry, uh, from from major artists to to um, independent artists. I've met a lot of people, and I've got to tell you, Megan. Uh, and of course, you you obviously know this. From the country industry to me, it, it seems like the artists treat their treat their fans uh, just like family, you know. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree, and I think that's. I, I mean, I think to me that was part of the the draw in kind of coming into country music because 
you know, I, I didn't always play country music. I played in so many different bands and in a lot of different genres. And I still remember the first country festival that I ever played. And I actually played it with my bluegrass band at the time because it was it was happening locally in, in the town where I grew up. And I just remember seeing just the fans and their their reaction and just the attitude and the, the whole vibe of that that country scene. And I was like, I love this. This is awesome. Like these fans are great and they're just you know they're, they're real. And I think. I also think that country fans are they're acutely aware of what's real and what's not. And, you know, of right. people being people being genuine because to me that that's where the roots are in country music and what makes it so great is the realness of it and the honesty of it and the, and the rawness of it, which is something that, you know, I always try and make sure I'm keeping in in my music because to me the the classics and the best country music that's that's been put out is is that. And, you know, the the fans expect that and they and they want that and they expect that that realness and that genuineness from from the artists and I think that's why you know certain artists I mean you look at Garth Brooks and then you now look at someone like Luke Combs and you know there's there's some really obvious reasons why he's going up the way he has I mean obviously he can sing his ass off and everything and you know he has great songs but I also think a big part of it is just he's a very genuine down-to-earth relatable kind of person and you know and he's he's stayed that way through his success and the fans can see that you know guys look at him like I could have a beer I could drink a beer with Luke and you know girls look at at him and his relationship with Nicole and and how he talks about her and think man I want I want that or he's just like my boyfriend or my fiance or whatever and it's it's that genuineness and that relatability and I think that's one of the best things about country music because in other genres it's almost based off of the opposite of being almost sort of this unattainable star power kind of thing, you know, especially in like pop music. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's, and that's what those fans look for, but that's not what country fans look for. Oh, I agree. And, and, and speaking of that, I saw a tweet earlier. Uh, Jake Owen was, was uh, responding to a fan. Uh, he, he's like, dude, you name the time and the spot. And I will, and I will have a beer with you. Absolutely. I thought that was just so cool. He, he, sorry, he said what? He said, "Dude." I, sorry, you know, I didn't hear you. The name, the time, and the spot. And I will have a mm-hmm. beer with you. And I will. Yes, uh, I, I mean, I sit down and talk that, to that's you. the community. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think, I think too that, I know for me anyway. Before I was an artist, I was a fan. So I remember right. what it was like, you know, scraping together my money to go see my favorite artist play and being there in the front row. I remember being like a little girl and watching the artists that I admired performing. And I remember the first time I ever got to meet, you know, a musician or an artist that I looked up to and, and what that experience meant to me. And it's it's really weird being on the other side of it because, you know, sometimes I'm like, why are people freaking out about me and me? Like, how is this person so excited? Like, it's just me, you know? But then I remember what it felt like right. to me being on the other side of it. And, you know, and you realize the impact that your music can have on people. And that's the greatest, that's the best part of it all. Because, I mean, music has gotten me through my life in so many different ways. And if I get to be that to somebody, if my song gets somebody through the day, I mean, so one example I had a song on my last record called The Bad Guy. 
And that one specifically, I mean, that was already one of my favorite songs on the record, you know, before we even put it out. But, and, and, and interestingly enough was my least successful turning song off that record. I mean, it, it got to, I think 11, which is not bad, but still my, my lowest charting single on that record. And, but the amount of feedback and messages and people talking to me about that song was overwhelming. And it was especially, and, and it was men and women alike, but specifically a lot of women saying, you know, um, I got out of a really abusive relationship because of that song, because I just listened to it mm-hmm. over and over again. And, you know, and, and it just changed my perspective. And, you know, it really, it really saved my life. And when I get messages like that, I can tell you right now the, that song's position on the radio chart doesn't mean a thing anymore because you know, I just changed somebody's life. I mean, that is why you make music. The awards and radio charts and all that stuff, it has to be, you know, a cherry on top. You have to look at it that way. Yeah. They're great. I'm grateful for them, um, and I'm always going to work for them. But it's not its not the reason behind what I do. You know, and and it's the same way I feel about this podcast. Uh, like I said, I, I've been doing this for for uh, five years in country music, uh, covering the genre, and and actually, uh, this Friday, uh, this coming Friday, a former guest is making her a Grand Ole Opry debut. Well, when I heard about that, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me right now." And uh, and uh, and I agree with you completely. I mean, uh, the entire reason for this podcast, um, the reason that I that I do this is 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 uh, so or it is is so maybe um, uh, we can be a uh, a stepping stone for an artist to that next gig or that next interview or that next whatever it is. And 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 there's and there's absolutely absolutely nothing I enjoy more than seeing good people succeed. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you know what? It's I, I'm I'm grateful for you giving me the opportunity and and making the time for me. And you know every every little bit that my that my name or my my music or my story can get out there is is always helpful. I mean that's. That's how things are done. It's just, it, you know, it's a lot of word of mouth. And I mean, now, of course, social media is a big part of that, too. But, you know, it's just, uh, you know, for us as artists, we, we rely a lot on people like you to give us that opportunity. So I'm very grateful for it. You know, I have so much respect for country music as a whole. I mean, the artists, the, the music in and of itself that, that, that um it was really a no brainer uh 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 to cover the industry that, that I love and respect so much. It was really a no brainer for me. Well I appreciate that. I'm good to know I I like being told I'm a no brainer. <laughs> uh, it's a no brainer that you're a future superstar, Megan. I hope that qualifies. It's oh, true. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I, that, that, I, that means a lot. I appreciate that. You know, the last question I've got for you, and and it's kind of a big one. Uh, okay. Uh, with with all the su- all the uh, success you've had in your career, I mean, 
eight CCMA nominations, uh, several CMAO nominations, uh, a couple albums under your belt so far. Uh, at this point in your career, what is your uh, definition of of, of uh, success? Um, I mean, that's a great question because you know what? I, I really believe that it's one of the most important questions any artist can ask themselves because there's a lot of different ways that you can be successful in this industry. You know, for some artists, it's multiple number ones. For other artists, they don't, you know, they don't get quite that same attention at radio, but they sell out tickets. I mean, Eric Church is a great example. He is one of my biggest idols in modern country music. And, uh, I mean, really and truly, until more recently, Eric didn't have a lot of number ones or a lot of attention at radio. But well before he did, he was selling out arenas and selling tickets and had a very loyal, large fan base. And, you know, I just, for me, I made the decision a long time ago that, you know, I am going to strive for success in every aspect that I can. But the most important thing to me will always be, am I selling tickets? Are there asses in seats? Is there a packed crowd looking at me and singing every word and having a good time at my shows? And if, and if they are and the other stuff isn't quite there, whether it's radio or whatever, then I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. And that's the thing is you, you, have to, you have to learn how to take the successes as they come and enjoy them and not spend – your whole career worrying about what's next because you know it's a it's a blessing to do what you love for a living and I've had to mm-hmm. remind myself of that perspective before and it, I mean keep having that mindset I think it makes you a better artist and it makes you a better person so because this industry can it can really beat you down but you know it, it's it's just yes, all it a mental game and so you know that's that's been a big part of my journey is asking myself that question about, you know, what things are really, really important to me at the end of the day. And I think having fans and selling, selling out my shows is always going to be my number one goal. Megan, as long as you continue to bring in the fans and gain popularity as you've been doing, then everything else will, that will naturally come with it. It's gaining the fans that, that count. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, and I, I agree. You know, I agree for sure. And, and, as long as you can continue to fans that appreciate and as well as the personality of Wild as you, then you are <laughs> going to have a successful as well as wild, wonderful road ahead. Well, I hope so. Agreed. Like I said, there's no plan B, so I'm I'm going to be working away at it either way. <laughs> you know, speaking of Eric Church. Did you go to his uh, 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 a Nissan Stadium show back in May? I didn't. I was I was not. The, I was unfortunately not uh, able to go to that one. I was very disappointed. It was so incredible. I, I, I was there, it. and oh my gosh, uh, a fifty-something thousand fans singing, uh, singing uh, the outro to Spring Thing. That little oh. Fifty-something, oh, fifty-something 
from from eight forty five that night till uh twelve fifteen in the morning. And uh he said uh he said later that he, he uh I didn't even realize it was twelve fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Because he was having fun. Well, I mean, it translates. I, had, I mean, I had I had the opportunity. I, I got to play. Uh, I played a festival in Canada last summer, and uh, I opened up for Luke Kelly and then Eric Torch. And I mean, I, I know Luke, and I I'm friends with a lot of his his bandmates and stuff. And so that was awesome for all of us to get to see each other play. And then to watch Eric after that was just like this is the biggest night of my life. <laughs> it was. Right. I mean, his the uh, passion the passion for. What he does was was very evident, and you know it's just that's that is why you know that's why he has the audience uh, and the fans that he has. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing I've got for you, uh, because I know you've got uh, got uh, somewhere to be in a couple hours, but uh, um, uh, what's going up next for you? I mean, uh, I know you just released um, this new song, Wild Is Me, but but uh, what's up next for you, uh, career-wise? Uh, well, we're we are going to be releasing some more new music um, very soon, coming up, kind of end of summer, early fall. So we're going to have even more new stuff coming out very soon, which I'm really excited about. And uh, I think you know, once once I kind of get through the bulk of my Canadian summer festival touring. You know, we're going to definitely start shifting the focus a little bit more to the American side and start doing some some radio tour and playing some more shows and start trying to get my name and my music out here to the U.S. side a little bit more. So hopefully I'll be in your area soon. Awesome. And uh, and I tell all my guests this, but but if there's ever anything that that we can do for you on our end. Whether that's a uh, uh, promotion for any single, um, whatever it is, uh, don't ever hesitate to reach out to us, okay? Well, I appreciate that so much, and I'll, I'll take you up on that. That would be awesome. I'll take all the help I can get. Uh, oh, and, Megan, if you ever come to New York, New Jersey, and you need me for anything, as uh, a long shot, uh, please don't hesitate. I'd love to help you in any way I can. With support or whatever you need, a fan club support, uh, anything to help you gain your prosperity and success to country music. Uh, the next woman will hold next woman in the country uh, faster than sooner than later. Well, awesome. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, again, I will take you up on that too. That would be awesome. Please do. Uh, oh, and, and and one last thing uh, before we we I let you go. I thank your manager for for uh, setting this up for us. She is an absolute rock star. Yeah, she's great. She's awesome. I will. She's such a rock star. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. All right, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna. We're gonna. Uh, I let you go and let and and let you get back to your evening, but. Uh, uh, thank you again for doing this, Megan. What's that? Um, um, I said, uh, I think we're going to uh, I'll let you go and uh, let you get back to your evening, but uh, but I uh, thank you again for doing this. Oh, my pleasure. I, I appreciate you guys making the time for me. It really means a lot, so thank you so much.
Oh, absolutely. And 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 you're always more than welcome back on the show. Anytime um, um, that you want to come back on, you're always more than welcome. Well, sounds good. Well, maybe maybe once we get more of this new music out, we'll uh, we'll reconvene. We'll set it up. All right. Uh, I'll uh, I'll talk to you later, Megan. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. All right, you too. Bye. She's a sweetheart. Yes. Oh, I like it. It's just unbelievable that, that the, the best interviews sometimes just happen at the last minute, and this was certainly did not disappoint. They do. She's an absolute sweetheart. And uh, uh, I'm just kind of speechless right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of speechless right now, but um, anyway. Uh, well, I'm glad that you got all your words in before you became speechless. <laughs> uh, who's in the show next week with us, buddy? Next Tuesday, we have the wonderful Kate Leon, uh, new Leon. artist. And then that's July 16th, July 23rd, we have the wonderful Alyssa Trahan. And then the last Tuesday, July 30th of the month, we have the wonderful Bailey Callahan special spark time, 2 p.m. I think in the, it's early afternoon, mm-hmm. I believe. 1 p.m. CST, I think, or 12 p.m., one of the two. Uh, I think it's 12, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it might, but, you're, you're probably um, right. 12 anyway. p.m. your time, 1 p.m. my time. Yeah, probably. Uh, so yeah. I think I'm going to – I'll let you go and and uh, and wrap things up here, and I'll talk good. to you next week. Okay. Sounds good. Have a good night. See you next week, Cody. All right, man. Talk to you later. Yep. Well, hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, uh, the lovely Miss Megan Patrick. It was kind of a last-minute interview because because I honestly had not planned on. I'm doing an interview this week until uh, Megan's manager emailed me. Uh, of course, we had been been uh, talking a few months back about doing it, and I'd honestly forgotten about it until literally this morning when when she emailed me. So um, I'm glad we got it. We'll get it done. So like Craig said, next week at uh, 4.30 Central, we have um, the, the incredibly talented Miss uh, Katie Lyon with us, who I actually met a couple months ago at the Wabo Awards. So I think with that, I think I'm going to end the episode right here. You've been listening to uh, Weekdays with Murph. Thank you and goodbye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.